Are the dog days of summer biting down hard? Well, hopefully we can cool you off a little bit mentally here. This is Odyssey's favorite podcast, we think. Name that news. I'm your co-host, Mark Menard, alongside Zach Clark. And here's how the show works. We play you some clips of the week that was in news. And we take out maybe one little key piece, or maybe we leave something open-ended. And then you have to try to guess what they're talking about. And if you get it right, pat yourself on the back. Job well done. A little hit of dopamine knowing that you did something right today. Uh, Zach, are the doldrums, are the heat waves hitting you up in Detroit? Yeah, they are. In fact, today it's really humid, though I know that you guys are used to that. And I know you see uh, that I'm wearing a sweatshirt. but That's because the, the heating and cooling in our building has gone haywire. It's about eight degrees in here. So, let's get right into the meat of the show, the reason you're here, the questions about the week of news, and Zach, you're going to lead us off this week. Well, Mark, you asked me how the weather was here in Detroit. Why don't we just start right there? This is from WWJ right here in Detroit. House Bill 4535, introduced last month, would allow victims of to recover money from the offender through a civil case. Alrighty, Mark, who would this law help? Victims of what crime? Is it A, swatting? Is it B, cyber flashing? Uh, Think about the eggplant emoji. Or C, is it revenge porn? Good, good choices there. I don't think anybody's getting too offended by the eggplant emojis because the people who would be offended usually don't even know what it means. They're just like, oh, look, a nice eggplant. I'm going to throw that one Hold on. Let me me, me explain what cyber flashing is before. When I said insert eggplant emoji, cyber flashing is basically... um, unwanted images in people's dms you can use your imagination from there so i'll be clear on that one that's what that one is it's not just the emoji it's actually not the emoji unfortunately i thought it was just people throwing eggplants in their texts and and people getting offended all right that makes it a little bit different nobody wants the unwanted pictures certainly certainly not unsolicited revenge porn big problem if you don't like your ex just just move on (laughs) that's all i can tell you don't don't start throwing pictures of them up on the internet where they will live on forever. And look, swatting is also heinous. Sending the police and the SWAT team out on like a bomb threat at your house just because you got some beef, thats that ain't cool, man. It's not cool. All three of those are terrible. I'm going to go ahead and say revenge porn. Well, these are all somewhat similar in that they use the internet to harm other people. But Mark, the answer is B. It is cyber flashing. And here in... Yes, and here in Michigan, it will, I'm sure, ruin the dating app game for almost all horrible men. Uh, but for the most part, uh, if you are caught doing this, it's not a crime in the sense that you could go to jail, but it allows the victims to recover monetary damages. This new law would victims of cyber flashing. So uh, hopefully the dudes around here will think twice. And it's to be fair, it's not just dudes, but it is. It's probably 98% dudes. Let's, let's be honest. I don't know many women who send unsolicited pictures. That just doesn't happen unless you're watching movies of a certain genre. So I will leave that at that. Let's head out to the West Coast where they're working on a very important problem, at least to me. See what they had to say out at KNX in Los Angeles. We were looking for inspiration in nature. Like, are there natural conditions where hairs are growing more than they should, right? And is just that kind of a case. So, what are researchers at UC Irvine using to try to regrow hair for guys who might be a little challenged in that in that area? 
Is it A, moles, and I don't mean the animal, I mean like skin moles, B, armpits, or is it C, butts? I don't I don't want it to be any of these things. I'm so I am so grossed out right now. I can barely even articulate how disturbed I am. Look, I'm going to throw out butts because I just I don't know. I'm not saying it's not possible. But look, the armpits a lock for for men and women, right? As as having hair. And uh I, I will say uh, I have a couple moles that do have, but usually it's only a single, so that doesn't really ah I'm trying to rationalize this or talk through this. I'm getting grossed out, so I'm just going to stop. B. The answer actually is moles. They're using hairy skin moles to try to surface treat regrowing hair. They don't want to go into, like, full genetics and and mess up anything else that would be testosterone-based. And so they're looking at, like, surface-type treatments, and they said that, you know, they could use micro-needles to go in and, and restart the molecules in the scalp that are supposed to grow hair and for some reason have stopped. And they said moles tend to grow hair on them. And so that's the skin area that they're looking at. And they said, maybe it'll work. You know, Mark, I'm glad I'm not bald for a thousand reasons. And today it's a thousand and one reasons. That is horrifying. (laughs) I'm so disturbed. And let me clarify. I am not bald, but heading in that direction slowly and so i'm always on the lookout for some type of treatment that might reverse that process i'm glad that they're not using butt hair i I don't know if i could do it i think i just have to go get the bick and and shave it clean and live with it i'm so gross that i might shave my head right now just out of principle (laughs) my god all right we're moving on well all right uh mark uh, this next clip i mean you know what i'm just gonna let the clip explain itself this is from the mark cox morning show on kftk in st louis so we're starting off with something that is totally normal and might be duking it out in a high profile fight like for real Alrighty, and to be clear mark when i say fight i mean one with gloves and some kind of structure around it may it be a ring or an octagon a fence whatever you want to call it Uh, but whom is this clip talking about is it a whomever the people are on vanderpump rules i don't watch that show but i've heard so much about this guy named tom sandoval i just no clue. Uh, B, is it Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg? Or C, uh, WWE-style Royal Rumble to determine the GOP presidential nomination? There are currently 12 of them. Let's break this down. First of all, uh, I'm glad you clarified that this is not going to be a Kimbo Slice street fight for all the people who have been on the internet forever like me and remember the Kimbo Slice days. This is, this is going to be a structured fight. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. So this is going to have like a referee... Uh, and a ring, and probably televised if they make this happen, because it sounds like these, this is something famous. Dana White is very excited, I just, and I, that's that's a real thing. So, <laughs> so I don't know anything about Vanderpump Rules. I'm just going to toss that out on principle because I don't know what it is. I, I know it's a TV show. I know that some friends of mine may or may not watch it. Never seeing an episode. Don't know who they are. Tossing it out. So that leaves us with. The GOP presidential field or Musk and Zuck. I can't see this as being a viable way to get the presidential nomination, but also there's lots of things that I couldn't see happening in in the past, and now they have actually happened. Uh, I I don't think we're there yet in the GOP, so I'm going to go ahead and say Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg only because billionaires always find the oddest ways to spend their money, and I feel like this is something that billionaires would definitely spend their money on if they had beef. 
somehow, Mark, you are correct. That is indeed the answer. And I, I mean, look, people have been settling arguments physically for thousands of years. I, this isn't new, but I mean, I think what I love about this the most is both of these guys think that they're super tough. <laughs> and that's why they're doing this. And it just, I mean, the guy that's smoking meats and the guy that's as white as the boat he's on in Turks and Caicos or whatever are going to fight each other. Like, <laughs> But you know what, though? I'm going to watch this. I'm going to watch this. I'm hoping they're not going to make any money off of it. I'm sure they will. Uh, but hopefully, you know, uh, we can see some good punches. I'm, I'm intrigued. <laughs> so back to me. And look, now we're going to go to the show that has been endorsed as a favorite of Name That News, a show run by official friend of the show, Lauren Barry. I, I told her recently that she is an official friend of the show, and she's very excited. This is Something Offbeat. It's a show that we recommend you go check out. And this week, I'm not making it the cliffhanger question. And so that way, when this show is over, you can go immediately download Something Offbeat and have a listen to what people are doing in the buff. So I guess it wasn't a dream. There really were naked people in a... It's definitely something, you know, what we like to call the nude bucket list. There's always, you know, things people like to do. There is obviously some type of trend going on where people do things in the nude in America. We've seen the naked bike ride become an annual thing. They do it here in New Orleans. Uh, One day a year is allotted to let people ride their bikes naked down the street in a certain part of town. And we've seen it leaking into other things. There's shows like Naked and Afraid, where they just drop people off naked in the woods or naked in the jungle, and they have to fend for themselves. I think that there's a naked dating show, uh, which could be a good idea, could be a bad idea. Never seen it, don't know. So now, what is the latest activity in the Let's Do Stuff Naked craze? Is it A, Ultimate Frisbee? Is it B, Golf? Or is it C, bowling? I think on this show in the past, if I remember correctly, we've talked about naked gardening. So you're right. There is something going on here. I don't know what it is. Uh, So, Mark, you know, when I hear about ultimate frisbee, I think about too many unprotected parts for that to make a lot of sense. Right? I mean, that's true for men and women. There's a lot going on. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. And it seems not that it wouldn't be manageable, uh, but I'm throwing that one out for that reason. You know, with golf, though... I'm very fair-skinned. The length of time it takes to play a round of golf, very hazardous to your skin, especially in the parts that don't get the same amount of sun that the rest of them do. Uh, There's nothing more uh, sun-repellent than the sport of bowling. I'm in Michigan where, uh, you know, bowling is king. I'm going to say bowling, but hopefully the air conditioning is not on too strong, if you know what I'm saying. That is the correct answer. You were right. It was an event called Balls Out Bowling in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. They had a naked bowling night, and I guess the balls got polished and the and the pins got knocked down. I love that these people are self-aware and that it's called Balls Out. It makes it that much more fun and also makes it that much more difficult for me to transition uh, into the cliffhanger. But before we do that, Mark, why don't you explain the rules to the folks? Yeah, so the cliffhanger question of the week, because we want you to come back. We want to give you a reason. We want to give you a hook. We want to get you to keep downloading this show every single week. So we give you what's called the cliffhanger question of the week, where we give you a question just like all the other questions, but we don't give you the answer just yet. You don't get that immediate gratification. 
I think people nowadays need to learn to wait a little bit for things, sometimes. So while we give you the answer immediately for most of the questions, this one, we make you wait. But before we do this week's, we got to go back to last week's and give you that answer you've been waiting all week for. So, Zach, last week's cliffhanger question of the week was yours. Why don't you remind us what it was? Yes, it was of a feline nature from our friends at KCBS in San Francisco. Check it out. After their cat was thought to be lost in the Tubbs fire, a Santa Rosa family has been reunited. The cat somehow survived on its own. So, Mark, I will admit I hesitated to give this question because I know you're a cat person. I've seen your cat before. But the question is, how long had the cat been doing his own thing? Is it A, six weeks? Is it B, six months? Or is it C, six years? I don't know what would be an unusually long amount of time for a cat to be missing in return. I think six years sounds like a lot. Six weeks, you're probably still out there looking tentatively. Six months would be a surprise. So I'm just going to go with the with the middle ground here and say six months. Now, you remember I gave a hint last time that the cat that had wandered off had a brother, and the woman said the cat that remained literally had its jaw drop when the other cat returned. Uh, Mark, the answer is C. It is six years. The, the Tubbs fire was six years ago, and one day she gets a phone call, and the lesson is always chip your pet. Somebody found the cat and took it to a vet, got it scanned, and it was this woman's cat, and now they're reunited. Cool story. That is a very cool story. That's a real Milo and Otis type of journey that they went on, uh, and six years later, the, the, the cat returns. So that brings us to this week's cliffhanger question of the week, and it involves a possible name change for a minor league baseball team. At least that's what somebody wants. Have a listen. All this controversy over a baseball team's name. <laughs> the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine has sent a letter urging the Macon Bacon to become the <laughs> while ditching their pork plentiful concession options. The Washington-based group advocates for plant-based diets and scientific research without animal testing. Before I forget, that came to us from KNSS in Wichita. What have they suggested the new team name of the Macon Bacon to be? Is it A, the Macon Shakers? Is it B, the Macon Fakin' Bacon? Or is it C, the Macon Makers? We're going to have a week to think about this, but I can tell you right now I know one answer is correct. I hate all of them with a, with a, <laughs> with a burning passion. I hate all of them. They're all terrible, and I don't care what this team does. If, if they want to make the changes, fine. But if they do make a name change, do not pick any of these. Not ever. Not Because not, you know what drives me nuts? I know that you picked out two of them, I'm assuming. But one of them is real. And so I'm just, I, I, I'm just, I, I can't handle it. <laughs> and with that, we bring another fine episode to a close. Special thanks to Brian Fisher, who helps put the show together. A special thanks to you for joining us. If you like what you heard, then please pound that subscribe button. Bookmark us on your browser. Set a reminder on your calendar because we are here every single week with not another episode of The Baby Cakes. It's another episode of Name That News.